Not okay. I am not okay. Played Luca. Lamelo injured. Back the Clippers. Played Malik Monk. One of twenty shooting. Not okay. Not okay. Everything hurts. Entered the eight eight eight. Used half my crowns. Just get severely punched. Oh, I don't even know if I have the energy to tilt. I was like, oh, I really don't want to make a video right now. I just want to go to bed and sleep forever. But, oh, my God, was that painful. So incredibly. I just, just, what is with Luca, man? Every time I play him, I just get the floor game. And when I fade, quadruple overtime. Like, come on. Seriously, come on. I've literally... Every time I fade Luca, he goes for at least 70 fancy points and plays the entire second half. When I buy in, way. No way. He's on the bench for, for a, good, a good chunk in the second half. He's not playing the whole second half. When I fade, though, yeah, he's staying out there the entire second half and getting like 20 extra minutes in overtime. Just so painful, man. So painful. Injuries, Lamelo, like, come on, man. Took R.J. Barrett over 21 and a half points. Finished with 21. I just, I, I know it's just every day, it's adding to the proof, right? Adding to the proof. No one runs worse. So, yeah, you know, not a great feeling, you know, lighting $1,000 on fire. That's why I was like, I really don't want to make a video, but like, whatever, we'll do it. So, like I said, I'm hurt. I'm hurting. All right, so let's talk about this uh, four-game slate. We'll start with Golden State. So uh, Golden State, we have Clay Thompson back. So Steph Curry, 10.1K. Um, like his upside in GPPs. Um, you know, I don't think he's going to be super, super popular, but uh, he's a guy that obviously does have that ceiling. I think Jordan Poole is a bit overpriced with Clay Thompson back, so I'll probably fade. Clay Thompson at 7-2. Should play low to mid-30s minutes. Um, you know, I think he's certainly viable. I think the guys that are easiest to get to are probably uh, the Wings and Wiggins and Draymond Green. Uh, Draymond Green had a big game last game, bit of an outlier. But, you know, whether Steph is in or not doesn't really affect Draymond. Um, really, like, any, like, it just, like, Draymond's always going to look like the same, like, whoever's in or out. So, um, I think he's a relatively safe play. And I think Wiggins should play mid-30s minutes. Also, a fine option of 5.8. I think DiVincenzo is a bit overpriced at 4.8. Not completely out of play. Um, Looney probably sees low to mid-20s minutes. He's always kind of just there for me. Anthony Lamb's 3.8. I mean, he'll probably see rotation minutes. He's playable for salary relief. But let's move on to Boston. Boston really depends on Jalen Brown. If Jalen Brown's in, there's really not a ton I think that stands out. If Jalen Brown's out, that's where things change. That's where Jason Tatum becomes one of the best bend-ups in the slate. I gets a massive bump without Jalen Brown, right? Becomes a clear go-to guy. Marcus Smart, um, you know, would look better. Obviously, if Tatum's out. And then guys like Brogdon and Derek White, Grant Williams, Robert Williams, Al Horford, they would all get more run and all would look better. Um, but yeah, Brown's in. I think Tatum and Brown are both playable. I think Marcus Smart is playable. I would guess that Robert Williams would go back to the bench, but wouldn't say, like, I guess we'll see what they do with the starting lineup. Um, 
But yeah, there wouldn't be a ton that would stand out if Brown is um, in. Moving on to Toronto. So Toronto, right back to their very tight rotation, running their main guys a ton. Van Fleet, Siakam, both in play here. Um, Siakam been a bit quiet of late where it's been the Fred Van Fleet show. So for me, I think in tournaments, I'd rather go to Siakam over Van Fleet. But um, I'm just guessing right now uh, that you're going to see relatively high ownership in Van Fleet because the last couple games. And the wings, Barnes, Trent, OG. Now, Scotty Barnes been playing pretty well of late. 47, 53, 45, 45 fancy points. Um, I think he's probably the wing I like the best. But OG, playable. Um, Gary Trent Jr., playable if he can make his shots. Um, you know, he does have a ceiling. Other than that, there's a couple guys I'll mention. Achua, Boucher. They'll get some backup run. You saw 26 uh, minutes last game for Prussia Chua. I think he's a solid value option. Boucher's minutes are a little bit riskier. Still a decent point for a guy, but only played 14 minutes last game. So Boucher, Achua, viable in tournaments. All right, on the Minnesota side, so I don't expect Gobert to play uh, since it's back-to-back. We will see. Anthony Edwards at 8.9K. I think he's a fine contrarian spend up. I don't think he's going to be super popular because of the matchup. Him, D'Lo, fine GP plays. I think Nas Reed, assuming that uh, Gobert does not play, obviously stands out as a phenomenal value. He'll start and play all the mitts he can handle. We saw Luka Garza get the backup five. You did not see Nathan Knight in the first half. So if that continues, if it's just going to be Garza as the backup five, then I think he actually is in play at the Flatman price, a good point per minute guy. And the wings, slow-mo, uh, McDaniels, both fine options. Uh, McDaniels, a bit more foul-prone, but both guys, honestly, are prone to foul trouble. And then Jalen Noel uh, and Torian Prince, I think, are viable values, too. Prince, 3-6, probably sees low 20s minutes. Jalen Noel's minutes kind of up and down, but he's the guy that will uh, you know, be a relative high usage player when he's on the court. Brooklyn and Phoenix, a really weird rotation Brooklyn ran last game after running a very tight rotation in previous games. They basically just emptied the bench um so we'll see if they do that again Kyrie Irving is expected to be back and I don't know if he'll be super popular because he has been really bad first couple games without Kevin Durant it's not necessarily the best matchup but still usage goes up ceiling goes up for Kyrie so still have interest in him the front court and Ben Simmons and Claxton I feel like are priced about right um Claxton's still a guy that you know can provide upside at this price point same with Ben Simmons we saw a triple double from him last game but again with Kyrie back that does hurt Ben Simmons a bit the rest of Brooklyn, like I said, like Royce O'Neal randomly got benched. I don't think that happens again, but I guess it's possible. Seth Curry's price went way up to 5-4. I think he's a bit overpriced. Joe Harris only played 17 minutes last game. TJ Warren probably sees low 20s minutes on the bench and will be a relative usage player. But I don't think I can get to anyone else like Sumner or Watanabe. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if Brooklyn, do they keep that same rotation last game and just play everyone, or do they go back to a, a relatively tight rotation like we saw a couple games ago? The Phoenix side, other team with some question marks. Chris Paul's the big one here. If Chris Paul's in, then there's really not a ton of things stands out. We also have Cam Johnson back. He's been out for years, it feels like. Um, but if Chris Paul's out, I actually don't know who they would start at point guard. They might start Saban Lee, honestly, at point guard. Um he was he played ahead of Dwayne Washington last game. Played 28 minutes. I know he played a lot in garbage time, but you saw a DNP for Dwayne Washington. So we'll see who the starting point guard is if Chris Paul is out. But if Chris Paul's in, expect the starting lineup to be um Chris Paul, Cam Johnson, Corey Craig, Bridges, Aiden? Probably. I mean, maybe you see Damian Lee move in the starting lineup. I'm, I don't know. But Cam Johnson, they said he's going to be on a limit, so uh, can't really get to him. I think DeAndre Ayton is probably the guy that, you know, isn't really affected either way if Paul's in or out. So I think Ayton's a, a solid option. But these other guys like Bridges and Lee and Craig, 
and maybe saving like these guys all look worse if Chris Paul plays. And then Chris Paul himself, I would guess would be on some sort of limit. He's been out for a couple of weeks. So a lot to keep an eye on there for Phoenix. Moving on to uh, Philadelphia. So Philadelphia, pretty easy team to talk about. Um, they're going to run a tight rotation. Um, Embiid, Harden, these are the guys running the show. You saw another pretty solid game for Embiid where Harden had an awful game. One of his, probably his worst game of his season so far, going for 25 fancy points in 32 minutes. It'll be interesting to see what the ownership is on. Like if everyone plays Joel Embiid, I'm fine going to Harden. Um, after one bad game, I'm not like overly concerned. So uh, those two will run the show offensively. And the mid-range guys, Maxie and Harris, are kind of just fine filler plays. Uh, Maxie coming out the bench probably sees around 30 minutes. Tobias Harris had like 22 steals last game, so be careful with five steals. But a um, bit of an outlier game last game for him. Most of the time, he's going to give you around 30 fancy points. So like, again, just kind of a fair play. Melton, uh, D'Anthony Melton should start and play low 20s minutes. Viable. Shake Milton will see rotation minutes off the bench. Saw 16 minutes. Harrell will play the backup five, but feels a bit pricey. Uh, Niang will also see rotation minutes. I think he's playable at 3-3. I don't think I can stomach. Like, I think I'd rather play Niang or Shake Milton over P.J. Tucker. And finally, Portland. So, I mean, Dane Lillard is literally just on fire right now. Um, he's doing everything for the team. He's averaging like 40 points a game over the last five games. So, like Dame at the top, um, yeah, I think he's a pretty good play. Nurkic, if he can stay out of foul trouble, is a good play. Um, got in foul trouble there against uh, Denver. Um, you know, obviously, definitely could happen here against Embiid. So, like, I'm a little bit worried about it, but do like the ceiling on Nurkic. Grant, Simons, Hart, all playable in the mid-range. I think Hart factoring in price probably would be my favorite. Only 4.9K. The minutes have ticked down on him a bit, but again, you have had some blowouts. I think he plays probably 30 to 32 minutes in a competitive game. And then if you think Nurkic gets in foul trouble, you can take a shot in a 3.2K Eubanks. Um, Shane Sharp will see rotation minutes. as he's viable, as is Gary Payton, who should see rotation minutes. If you need salary relief options, you could try to punt with one of those guys. Nasir Little also probably sees a few minutes, but probably not enough for me to get to him. So, yeah, guys, that's going to wrap it up for the video. Just a uh, forgetful night, painful night. Not fun. Not fun, but appreciate you guys for watching as always. Oh, thanks again for everyone checking out the stream too. We had almost 200 viewers, concurrent viewers again. So appreciate that as always. Make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. I'll see you guys in the next video.